Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. Back, folks. Happy 2022 to you, our first show of the year. How was your Christmas and New Year's? Let me tell you about mine. I had to get out of Maine. I had to get out of the state of Maine. I could not spend two Christmases in a row in Maine. I love Maine. Maine's a beautiful state. Maine at Christmas time is beautiful, except for last year when I was stuck there and it was the warmest Christmas on record, but I digress. So my wife flew out of town the Saturday before Christmas. Uh, her best friend was having a baby shower and she wanted to be there for it. So I was coming along a few days later. I had some work things to do with our friend Michelle. So me and Michelle... I went by and I picked her up and we just we're, we're trying to stay ahead of the snow. If we can just get out of New England ahead of the snow, we were going to be all right. So we did that. It was a couple of little tricky moments, but that was OK. We got through it and then back down south again at Christmas time, being around friends and family. It was just wonderful. And I have a tradition. I think I talked about it last year. But I have a tradition that every Christmas Eve, I go out for breakfast. Christmas Eve breakfast out. This was the 18th annual Christmas Eve breakfast out. And we had about 10 people there. And it was it was great. We went to this little barbecue place that had just started serving breakfast on the weekends. And the owner actually came out and talked to us because they put us out on the patio. They had put the plastic up because even though it was the south it was a little cool outside but they put the plastic sheets up to kind of keep the wind out and they had set up these big heating units and the owner comes out talked to us how was everything well it was great their breakfast is uh based around biscuits you can get big ass biscuits is what they're called um and you get different things on your biscuit and it, it was great and he said it, it, just the response has been wonderful and that they were going to continue to serve breakfast on the weekends going forward into the new year. But about halfway through breakfast, I had to go use the restroom. And so I got up and I go into the restroom and there is a picture there, like one of those poster frames, like not a, not a poster in a frame, but like the big, like, wooden frame with like the canvas wrapped around it. You know what I'm talking about? And it's the picture of Randy Quaid in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation outside emptying the uh, sewage into the sewage tank and the little thing over top of it. Um, there's a another little like framed 
thing and it says shitter's full Clark. And this was hanging in their bathroom. And so I took a picture of it. I thought it was the funniest thing. And it just brightened my Christmas Eve up even more. And so while I was I was down there, got some downtime, went to see Sing 2 with my niece and my two nephews, my dad and my two sisters and my wife took them to see Sing 2. That was just great. And I saw Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm not going to do any spoilers for that, but I think I've got to see it again. I was telling my brother-in-law about it, and he's not doing any theaters right now because of COVID, which I fully understand. I said, I'm going to have to see it again. The man behind us, sitting behind us, narrated the entire movie, almost like the the descriptive subtitles or descriptive audio for people who have um, maybe seeing problems that you can do. But it was narrating everything he saw on there, like there's Peter Parker or there's Aunt May. She's eating a hot dog. I think it's got onions on it. I wouldn't put onions on my hot dogs. Wonder where she's going now. The entire movie. So I couldn't follow along. I'm going to have to watch it again. And so I was telling somebody about it. I'm like, man behind us narrated the movie. Like, not, but for the people there, nobody needed narrating. He was just talking to himself out loud. Very distracting, very distracting, but I'm back. It's the new year and we're going to have fun. Big things happening this year with the podcast. And I will get uh, more into that as we go along. But today we look at the Great American Bash 1991 from WCW. The Great American Bash 1991 took place July 14th, 1991 from the Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. There were 9,300 in attendance. The camera pans through the fans outside and goes into the arena. It pretends to be a person ordering two tickets and going into the arena. Then a live shot of the crowd and Gary Michael Capetta welcomes us to the Great American Bash. We start out with a special scaffold match. They added this match then found that no one wanted to take the fall, so they added a capture the flag stipulation. PN News and Bobby Eaton versus Steve Austin and Terrence Taylor with Lady Blossom. Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone welcome us to the Great American Bash. Austin and Taylor don't want to climb up. They are very hesitant. Eaton and Taylor start. Taylor quickly changes his mind and Austin comes out. They swipe at each other for a while without touching. Back and forth in the middle of the scaffold with right hands. Eaton with a kick and slams Austin down on the scaffold. Austin's legs are dangling over the side as Taylor comes over to help his partner. Eaton backs up and news comes out and the heels back up. Taylor comes out of his corner and News pushes him back in and the flag in the corner almost gets knocked off the scaffold. Taylor on his back on the scaffold and News on top of him trying to get the flag. Eaton comes over. News gets over Taylor and his battling also on the heel side of the scaffold. Taylor and Eaton fighting in the center of the scaffold. Taylor and Eaton fight over to the faces side and a bobby chant goes out. Austin gets news down, and Eaton knocks Taylor down by slamming his head into the side of the scaffold. Taylor gets away and comes over to help Austin try to push news off the scaffold. Eaton comes over to help news. News on his knees fighting Taylor. Eaton grabs the heels flag and brings it back to the face's corner. Austin climbs halfway down, and Lady Blossom hands him something. He climbs back up, 
and sprays Eaton in the eyes as it was hairspray. News gets sprayed, and Austin drops the hairspray back down to Lady Blossom. All four start to climb down, and Eaton kicks Taylor, and he falls into the ring. All four start to fight in the ring. Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone are then shown, and they talk about Lex Luger-Barry Wyndham match and the Ric Flair situation. Eric Bischoff interviews Paulie dangerously and Arn Anderson on the ramp. A Paulie sucks chant goes out. Paulie says he's made a phone call that guarantees that tonight is Missy Hyatt's last night in WCW, and Rick Steiner will never lay a hand on Paulie because his partner is the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Anderson says if they are locked in a cage like criminals, then they are going to act like criminals and commit a crime like aggravated assault on Rick Steiner. Jim and Tony talk more about the Lex Luger-Barry Wyndham match coming up. They then talk about the Russian chain match between Sting and Nikita Koloff and the match between Elegante and the one-man gang and briefly talk about Richard Morton versus Robert Gibson. The Diamond Stud with Diamond Dallas Page versus The Z-Man. DDP has a girl from the audience rip the outer gear of the Diamond Stud off, then berates her. Z-Man comes down with a group of women. He runs down the rampway jumps over the top rope, and double clothesline Stud and DDP. Z-Man with an Irish whip. Stud drops down, and DDP pulls the top rope down and causes Z-Man to spill out to the outside. Z-Man goes after DDP on the outside and gets ambushed from behind by Stud. Stud pushes Z-Man into the barricade. Back in the ring now. Back and forth with right hands. Stud gets Z-Man down and chokes him on the second rope. Stud with an Irish whip. But Z-Man ducks the right hand, and a clothesline attempt, and comes back with a crossbody for a one count. Z-Man gets Stud in the corner and hits him with chops and shots. Stud reverses a corner whip and runs his shoulder into Z-Man's stomach. Stud goes for an abdominal stretch, Stud using the ropes for leverage. Referee Nick Patrick finally catches it and forces Stud to release the hold. Z-Man misses an elbow drop. Stud responds with kicks. Stud reverses an Irish whip. Z-Man reverses a hip lock but Stud blocks the move. Stud with a choke slam. He goes to pin Z-Man, who lifts his legs up and covers Stud for a two count. Stud with a clothesline. Stud with some rights and an Irish whip. Z-Man counters with a sunset flip. He gets a two count. Stud with some kicks. Z-Man with a super kick. Stud rolls to the outside. Z-Man follows him out and runs him into the ring apron and the barricade. Back in, Z-Man hits a missile drop kick. He goes to pin Stud, but DDP grabs Z-Man by the hair and drags him up onto the apron. Z-Man super kicks DDP out, but this allows Stud to hit a belly-to-back suplex with a bridge to get the pin. Oz with the Great Wizard versus Ron Simmons. They lock up and Oz pushes Simmons to the corner. They break clean. They lock up again and again break clean. Oz with a side headlock. Simmons powers out of it. Simmons with a shoulder block. Double shoulder block next. Neither man going down. Oz with a shot and another shoulder block and Simmons goes down. Simmons up and Oz with another shoulder block to knock him down again. Simmons with a drop toe hold. Oz back to his feet and he rakes the eyes of Simmons. He hits Simmons with a series of forearms and right hands. Oz with a knee to Simmons in the corner. A boring chant goes out from some guy. Oz with a corner whip, but Simmons gets the knee up on the charge. Simmons with a clothesline to knock Oz to his knees. Simmons with two more clotheslines to knock Oz over the ropes to the outside. Back in, test of strength. Oz with a kick to the stomach of Simmons. Oz drives Simmons to his knees. Simmons works back to his feet, kicks Oz in the stomach, 
and back drops Oz over. Simmons misses a drop kick, and Oz hits him with a clothesline. Oz with a double axe handle to Simmons' back. Oz with a side slam. He gets a one count. Oz throws Simmons outside. The wizard attacks Simmons. Simmons up on the apron and attempts to get Oz down with a sunset flip, but Oz hits Simmons with the double axe handle to get out of the move. Oz with a bear hug. Oz with an Irish whip. Simmons ducks a clothesline and hits a drop kick. Simmons hits a couple of three-point stance blocks to Oz. He then runs and hits a big shoulder block to pin Oz. Jim and Tony talk about the Richard Morton, Robert Gibson match coming up. The WCW Top 10 is revealed. Number 10, Johnny B. Bad. Number 9, Ron Simmons. Number 8, Diamond Stud. Number 7, Elegante. Number 6, Arn Anderson. Number 5, Bobby Eaton. Number 4, Steve Austin. Number 3, Sting. Number 2, Barry Windham. Number 1, Lex Luger. The WCW World Heavyweight Champion is vacant. Robert Gibson versus Richard Morton with Alexandra York. They start fighting on the ramp. Gibson with a big right hand and they finally get in the ring. Gibson with an Irish whip and Morton rolls to the outside to confer with York. Back in, Morton gets Gibson in the corner and drives a knee into his midsection. Morton with big right hands. Gibson reverses a corner whip. Morton slides under the bottom rope and Gibson slings Morton in by the top rope. Morton reverses an Irish whip and Gibson blocks a hip toss attempt. Gibson body slams Morton. Morton rolls to the outside. York comes over to check on Morton. They confer on the outside. Morton finally climbs back into the ring. Morton tries to get Gibson to shake his hand, but Gibson won't. They lock up. They get to the corner. Referee Bill Alfonso separates them, and Morton goes to the outside again. Back in, Morton runs Gibson into the second turnbuckle head first. He then slams Gibson's knee against the second turnbuckle. He then slams the knee on the apron. Gibson fighting back, but Morton gets Gibson down by the leg again. Morton working on the leg. Gibson is by the ropes and grabs Morton by the hair as he tries to get out of the hold. Morton trying to take Gibson's knee brace off. Morton with a spinning leg lock that Gibson turns into an inside cradle for a two count. Morton working on Gibson who gets Morton over in a sunset flip for a two count. Morton gets Gibson in a figure four as a Morton sucks chant goes out. Gibson fighting the figure four. Gibson trying to turn the move over. Gibson finally turns it over. Morton gets to the ropes to break it up. Morton drops a knee on Gibson's leg again. He then repeatedly slams Gibson's knee on the mat. He then drags Gibson over to the edge of the ring and slams the leg on the apron. He exposes the brace on Gibson's leg and slams the knee on the apron again. Gibson hops away from Morton and hits him with some right hands when he follows. They get tangled up in the ropes. Gibson using the ropes to help him stand. Morton kicks Gibson's leg and he goes down again. Morton goes back to work on the leg of Gibson. Gibson with a series of right hands to Morton. Gibson slams his knee brace down on Morton to break the hold. Morton goes back to kicking the leg to knock Gibson down. Morton dropping knees on Gibson's leg. Morton lifts Gibson up and Gibson hits a DDT on Morton. Gibson back drops Morton but also falls down. Gibson goes for a drop kick but misses it. Morton tries to hyperextend the knee. Morton goes back to dropping down on the knee. Morton goes up top, but Gibson catches him and slams him off the top. Morton gets Gibson's leg, so Gibson hits an enziguri to Morton. It goes out to the ramp. Both try for drop kicks at the same time, and both go down. Back in, Morton hits Gibson with the computer, while York has the referee distracted. Morton gets the pin. 
Bischoff talks to the young Pistols and Dustin Rhodes. Tracy Smothers says they are ready for the fabulous Freebirds. Steve Armstrong talks about the elimination stipulation of the match. Dustin does his best Dusty impersonation as he talks about this being the biggest night of his young career. Six-man tag team elimination match. The fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes, Jimmy Garvin, and Bad Street with Big Daddy Dink versus the Young Pistols, Tracy Smothers and Steve Armstrong and Dustin Rhodes. Freebirds are both the United States Tag Champions and the World Six-Man Tag Champions, but this is a non-title match. Hayes and Rhodes start. Hayes stalling. Freebirds suck chant goes out. Rhodes mocks Hayes and Hayes responds with a kick and a chop to Rhodes. Hayes with a corner whip and follows it up with a right hand in the corner. Rhodes reverses another corner whip attempt to scoop slam Hayes and then Garvin when he comes in to interfere. Then elbows to Hayes and Garvin and then Badstreet tries to come off the top rope. He doesn't hit Rhodes but does avoid the elbow. Freebirds roll out to the floor to regroup. Freebirds suck chant goes out again. Back in, Rhodes gets Hayes in the side headlock. Hayes pushes off and drops down and Garvin plants a knee into Rhodes' back as he hits the ropes. Hayes and Garvin double-team Rhodes as Bad Street knocks the Young Pistols off the apron. Rhodes takes Garvin and Hayes down as the Young Pistols get on the opposite corners and deliver shoulder blocks for the Freebirds at the same time. Garvin and Smothers both tagged in. Garvin stalls for a bit before locking up with Smothers. Garvin with knees to the midsection and drives Smothers back to the corner. Smothers reverses a corner whip and backdrops Garvin. He then drop kicks Garvin when he gets back up. Smothers misses a second drop kick. Garvin with an Irish whip, Smothers tags Armstrong in, then delivers a back elbow to Garvin. Armstrong climbs to the top rope, Bad Street tagged in. Armstrong hits him with the top rope clothesline. Hayes tags in and locks up with Armstrong. Armstrong with a wrist lock and tags Smothers in. Smothers with a top rope elbow smash. Smothers with a side headlock on Hayes. Garvin tagged in. Smothers keeps trying to hit the Freebirds, who leapfrog and duck his attempts until Bad Street pulls the top rope down and Smothers spills to the outside. Bad Street then Irish whips Smothers into a clothesline from Big Daddy Dink. Bad Street then scoop slams Smothers. Back in, Hayes corners whips Smothers. Smothers jumps to the apron to avoid the charge, but Hayes hits him with a big left hand to knock Smothers into the barricade. Rhodes helps Smothers back to the apron, but a Garvin kick knocks him to the barricade again. Bad Street goes after Smothers again, but gets run off by Armstrong. Armstrong then rolls Smothers back in the ring. Garvin scoop slams Smothers and drops a knee on him. Garvin then Irish whips Smothers and drives a knee into him. He hits Smothers with a couple of boots and tags Bad Street in. He corner whips Smothers and clotheslines him. Bad Street tags Hayes in and then holds Smothers. Hayes kicks Smothers in the stomach. Hayes with an Irish whip and a sleeper on Smothers. Smothers fighting to get out of it with shots to the stomach. Smothers reverses a corner whip and punches Hayes in the corner. He whips Hayes out and goes for a clothesline. Hayes ducks and hits Smothers. Garvin tagged in. He runs Smothers into the corner turnbuckle. Garvin with a snap mare. He then gets a two count. Garvin gets a sleeper on. Smothers trying to get out of the hold. Garvin gets him back down. He gets a headlock on Smothers as a Gordy chant goes out. I can't see Terry Gordy as a member of that version of the Freebirds. Garvin goes Rhodes and Armstrong into the ring so the Freebirds can double-team Smothers. Bad Street in and hits a shot to Smothers from the second rope. Bad Street then hits a swing neck breaker on Smothers. That gets a two count. Bad Street with an Irish whip. 
Smothers comes back with a sunset flip for a two count. Hayes tagged in. He chops Smothers in the corner. Smothers tries to fight back, but Hayes hits him with a stiff left hand to knock him down. Smothers finally gets away from Hayes, and Armstrong tagged in. He Irish whips Hayes and backdrops him. Then Garvin in, and Armstrong drop kicks him, and then Badstreet when he comes in. The young pistols double team Hayes to get him down. Garvin and Rose fighting on the outside. Young pistols with a double shoulder block. Armstrong trying to rip the mask off of Badstreet. Hayes clotheslines Armstrong, and then he and Badstreet double DDT Armstrong. Hayes then pins Armstrong to eliminate him. Smothers rushes Hayes, who backdrops him to the outside. Referee Randy Anderson sees it and disqualifies Hayes for the move. Badstreet scoop slams Smothers. Badstreet hits a top rope double axe handle. Garvin tagged in. Freebirds double teaming Smothers in their corner. Smothers fighting back. Dink climbs up to distract Randy Anderson as Smothers makes the tag, and Rhodes comes in, but Anderson doesn't see the tag. Garvin and Badstreet double DDT Smothers, and Garvin pins him. Rhodes comes in and quickly clotheslines Garvin. He then pins Garvin, Badstreet hitting Rhodes with a big right hand. He follows it up with a kick to the head of Rhodes. Badstreet with a top rope double axe handle. Badstreet runs Rhodes headfirst into the top turnbuckle. He follows that up with a snapmare to Rhodes. Badstreet then drops an elbow on Rhodes. He gets a two count. Badstreet with a kick and then he tries to go up top, but Rhodes catches him in the ropes with a big right hand. Back and forth. Batstreet with a scoop slam. Batstreet goes up top again, but Rhodes catches him coming off with a shot to the midsection. Rhodes then hits a lariat and covers Batstreet, but Dink has climbed up on the apron to distract the referee. Rhodes gets a two count. Batstreet reverses a corner whip, but Rhodes comes back with a bulldog that also takes out Dink, who had climbed back up on the apron and was getting into the ring, and Rhodes hits him with his legs while he is doing the bulldog in a drop kick like maneuver. Rhodes gets the pin. Jim and Tony talk about the world title match and the Sting-Nikita Koloff match coming up. The Yellow Dog versus Johnny B. Bad with Teddy Long. Dog is of course Brian Pillman under a mask. He comes down to the ring with a yellow lab. Superfan Vlad is shown in the audience. They said that the video has technical difficulties here. This is the part of the video that Dog says to the camera something to the effect of Johnny ain't bad, Johnny B. gay. It was the early 90s, folks, but it was not a good look then or now. They lock up. They get to the corner and break clean, but then Dog slaps Bad. Bad with an Irish whip and a hip lock. Then a scoop slam by Bad. Dog with an Irish whip. Bad comes back with a shoulder block. Dog with a hip lock. Dog follows that up with a drop kick. Bad rolls to the outside to regroup with Long. Back in, they lock up. Dog with a side headlock. Bad pushes off. Dog with a crucifix into a sunset flip-like move. He gets a two-count. Dog with a wrist lock. Bad counters with a rig to the eyes and shots to the back of Dog. Bad pushes off. Dog with a go-behind and attempts a roll-up. Bad avoids it by holding onto the ropes. Bad ducks a clothesline. Long climbs up on the apron and Dog drop kicks Bad into Long. Dog goes after Long and gets clotheslined by Bad on the outside. Back in, they trade big shots to the chest. Dog goes up for a reverse crossbody, but Bad ducks. Bad goes up and hits the sunset flip for a two count. Dog with an arm drag into an arm bar. Bad reverses it into a reverse chin lock. Long yelling to take the mask off and Bad is trying. Dog with a jawbreaker. Bad with an Irish whip and a high knee. Bad misses a left punch. Dog with a belly to back suplex. Dog with a chop. Then another one. Bad comes back with forearms to the back of Dog. 
Bad with an Irish whip, misses the clothesline, and Dog comes back with a spinning heel kick. Dog with an Irish whip and a backdrop. Dog goes up top and hits a flying body press, and Long comes in and jumps on Dog's back to cause the disqualification. Long going after the mask. Dog Irish whips Long and hits a shoulder tackle. Bad hits Dog with the left hand to knock him out of the ring. Bad and Long then get away from Dog. Eric Bischoff is in the locker room to try to interview Missy Hyatt. Right before he goes in, Hyatt's attendant reads her a good luck card by Jason Hervey. Bischoff then goes in looking for her. He hears the shower running behind a door. He opens it and calls out to Hyatt. She screams and starts throwing things at him and calling him a peeping Tom. Lumberjack match. Big Josh versus Black Blood with Kevin Sullivan. Black Blood is a Billy Jack Haynes under a mask. He comes out by himself without Sullivan. Blood attacking early with forearms to Josh. Blood throws Josh outside and the heel lumberjacks attack him before throwing him back in. Blood hits a chop and a slap and throws Josh out again. He gets back in and attacks Blood with some chops. He chops Blood in the corner. He hip tosses Blood out of the corner and then drop kicks him. He pushes Blood outside. He lands on the heel side and they let him rest until the face lumberjacks come over and Blood goes back in inside. Josh with a snap mare. They exchange chops in the middle of the ring. Josh with a corner whip and then a shot that knocks blood down and then does a log roll on blood. He knocks blood outside and the lumberjacks put him back in. Josh chops blood down. Josh punching blood in the corner when blood drives Josh straight down into the corner turnbuckle. Blood guillotines Josh on the top rope. Blood with a knee to Josh's face. He then does a double thrust to the chest that knocks Josh out. The Lumberjacks start to fight on the outside. Blood suplexes Josh in from the apron. Blood drives Josh's face first into the mat as the crowd cheers the Lumberjacks fighting. Blood dropping knees on Josh. Blood with a leg drop. Blood goes for a fist drop, but Josh lifts his logger boot up at the last second. Josh with a series of chops and forearms to Blood. Josh with an Irish whip and a back elbow. Back and forth. Josh with a corner whip but Blood gets his boot up on the charge in. The Lumberjacks start fighting again. Blood hits a belly-to-back suplex to Josh on the inside as the crowd is more into the Lumberjacks fighting. The referee is distracted by the Lumberjacks fighting, so Blood picks up his axe to hit Josh, but Dustin Rhodes, who is one of the Lumberjacks, hits Blood with Josh's axe handle to get him to drop the axe. Josh rolls Blood up in an inside cradle to get the pin. Jim and Tony talk about the Elegante one-man gang match coming up. Come as you are, Battle of the Giants, one-man gang with Kevin Sullivan versus Elegante. Eric Bischoff talks to one-man gang and Sullivan on the rampway. He says the giant is going down and a lot of other stuff that makes no sense. Elegante comes down with four mini-wrestlers. One-man gang goes after the mini-wrestlers who attack and evade him. The bell rings and one-man gang and Elegante go out to the ramp. Elegante throws one-man gang back into the ring. Elegante with big forearms to One Man Gang's back. One Man Gang tries to knock Elegante down several times. Elegante ducks a clothesline and gets a hip lock on One Man Gang. Elegante with a forearm to One Man Gang's back and drives his shoulder into One Man Gang several times in the corner. Elegante with a corner whip. One Man Gang moves on the charge in. One Man Gang with a second rope clothesline. Sullivan distracts referee Bill Alfonso while One Man Gang hits Elegante with a metal wrench. One man gang then passes the wrench back to Sullivan. One man a gang then attacks Elegante. One man gang working on Elegante's legs. 
Sullivan distracts the referee while one man gang hits Elegante on the knee with the wrench again. He then stomps the knee. One man gang then distracts the referee while Sullivan hits Elegante in the sternum with the wrench. One man gang then attacks the lower back of Elegante. One man gang hits the 747 splash, but Elegante kicks out at two so hard that it throws one man gang to the outside. One man gang guillotines Elegante on the top rope. One man gang goes up top, but gets caught and slammed off by Elegante. Elegante with an Irish whip and an elbow to one man gang. Elegante with a corner whip and a shot to the stomach of one man gang. Elegante with a suplex. Sullivan climbs to the top rope, but gets caught by Elegante, who runs Sullivan and one man gang's heads together. Elegante puts the claw on Sullivan, but one man gang hits a shot to Elegante's back, and Sullivan hands one man gang some powder. One man gang goes to use it, but Elegante kicks it into one man gang's face. Elegante then clotheslines and pins one man gang. Jim and Tony talk about the Sting-Nikita Koloff match coming up. Flashback to what has happened between Sting and Nikita Koloff. Russian chain match. Nikita Koloff versus Sting. Sting with a good reaction coming out. They are slow starting out. They then go eye to eye. They push each other and Koloff kicks Sting. Sting then kicks and punches Koloff. He runs Koloff into the corner post. It goes outside. Sting drops Koloff down on the barricade. He then does it again. Sting throws Koloff back in. Sting rams Koloff into the corner turnbuckle repeatedly. Koloff then falls to the outside. Sting choking Koloff with the chain. Sting then hitting Koloff in the stomach with the chain. Sting throws Koloff back in and gets one turnbuckle. Then the second turnbuckle. Koloff breaks the momentum. Koloff then clotheslines Sting with the chain. It goes back outside and Koloff runs Sting into the barricade. He clotheslines Sting with the chain again. Sting blocks being run into the barricade and runs Koloff in instead. Sting pulls Koloff's shoulder first into the ring post with the chain. Sting wraps the chain around his fist and hits Koloff's shoulder with it. Back inside, Koloff trying to knock Sting down. Koloff gets Sting down and wraps the chain around his elbow and drops it on Sting. He then does it again. Koloff choking Sting with the chain. Koloff then wraps the chain around his elbow again and drops it on Sting. He tries it again and Sting moves. Sting with a right hand. He hits Koloff with a series of forearms and then crotches him in the ch with the chain. Back and forth against the ropes. Sting rakes the eyes. Koloff comes back with an elbow and an eye rake of his own. Koloff then attacks Sting's stomach with the chain. Koloff with a snapmare. Koloff gets three turnbuckles before Sting breaks the momentum. Koloff drives his head into Sting's midsection and then applies a bear hug. They battle into the corner and both touch the corner. Then they both get two corners. Koloff and Sting hit each other with low blows. A USA chant goes out. They both touch the third corner. Sting tries to slam Koloff on the top rope, but Koloff grabs the top rope to break the fall. Sting trying to go for the fourth corner, but Koloff is holding on to the middle rope. Koloff kicks Sting, rakes his eyes, and hits the Russian sickle. Koloff hesitates. Sting hits the Stinger splash onto Koloff, driving both of them into the final corner. Koloff hits first to win the match. Sting and Koloff fighting after the match. Sting atomic drops Koloff onto the chain. Jim and Tony talk about the World Heavyweight Championship match coming up. A feature on Lex Luger and Barry Windham. Jim and Tony talk some more as a We Want Flair chant goes out. Jim and Tony talk about the history between Lex Luger and Barry Windham. Cage match for the vacant WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Lex Luger versus Barry Windham. They show the title belt they have 
because the new title was not ready yet and Ric Flair still had the big gold belt. As both men finally get in the ring, the We Want Flair chant goes out again. They lock up. Wyndham with a side headlock. Luger pushes off and hits a shoulder block as Wyndham comes back. They lock up again. Wyndham with the right hand and they both attempt suplexes, but neither man can get it. Luger shoots Wyndham off and Wyndham comes back and knocks Luger down with a shoulder block. Luger comes back with a hip toss. A berry chant goes out. They lock up again and Luger with a side headlock. Wyndham pushes off. Luger comes back with a shoulder block. Wyndham leapfrogs Luger and comes back with a drop kick. Luger with an inside cradle for a one count. Luger with a scoop slam. Goes to drop the elbow, but Wyndham moves. They lock up again. Wyndham with the right hand, and Luger retaliates with a flurry of shots. Wyndham reverses an Irish whip and backdrops Luger. The We Want Flair chant starts again. Wyndham with a headlock takeover, but Luger counters with the leg scissors to Wyndham. Wyndham breaks free and slaps Luger in the face. Luger blocks a suplex attempt and hits one of his own. Wyndham with a scoop slam. Wyndham goes for a figure four, but Luger pushes off. Luger hits an atomic drop. Wyndham with a side headlock. Luger pushes off. Wyndham comes back with a shoulder block. Wyndham comes back with a sleeper. Luger drops down and runs Wyndham headfirst into the corner turnbuckle. Luger with a DDT. He gets a two count. Luger goes up top, but gets caught and slammed off. Wyndham then drops a knee for a two count. Wyndham goes up top, but misses the elbow drop when Luger moves. Luger with an Irish whip and a backdrop. Luger follows that up with a couple of clotheslines, then another one, and he gets a two count. Luger with an Irish whip and a back elbow. He gets another two count. Luger with another Irish whip and a power slam. Luger gets Wyndham up in the torture rack. Wyndham gets near the ropes and pushes off to get out and then belly to back suplexes Luger. Double count going. Both men up at seven. Luger puts Wyndham on the top turnbuckle. Luger goes for the superplex. Wyndham pushes him off. Wyndham hits a top rope lariat on Luger. Wyndham with an Irish whip and a backdrop. He hits another lariat on Luger. Wyndham with a scoop slam. He gets a two count. Wyndham goes up top. He does a modified drop kick to Luger from the top rope and gets another two count. Harley Race and Mr. Hughes are shown coming down the rampway. Wyndham goes over to Hughes and Race talks to Luger. Luger jumps Wyndham from behind after Race tells him that now's the time. Luger hits a pile driver on Wyndham and pins him. New WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Lex Luger. Luger gets the title and leaves with Race and Hughes. Jim and Tony recap what just happened. Mixed tag team match, Pauly Dangerously and Arn Anderson versus Rick Steiner and Missy Hyatt. The hardliners grab Hyatt before she can get in the ring and take her away. This was because the Maryland State Athletic Commission would not allow mixed tag matches. You think they would have told them before they had planned this, but you know. Steiner and Anderson start. Anderson tries to run Steiner into the cage. Steiner with a side headlock. Anderson pushes off. Steiner comes back with a clothesline. Steiner catches Anderson with a big power slam. Steiner goes after Paul Lee and gets a knee from behind by Anderson. Steiner reverses an Irish whip and gets Anderson up in a bear hug. Paulie hits Steiner from behind with a cell phone. Paulie takes off his boot and gives it to Anderson. Anderson climbs to the second rope and Paulie holds Steiner's for Anderson to hit. Steiner shrugs off Paulie and hits a Steiner line to Anderson as he's coming off the second rope with the boot. Steiner then hits Paulie with a Steiner line and pins him to win. Jim and Tony talk about the match and also wonder what the relationship is between Lex Luger and Harley Race and Mr. Hughes. They push the rest of the Bash tour and remind everyone that in the next pay-per-view, 
is Halloween Havoc before signing off from Baltimore as the end credits are shown. Final thoughts. Interesting to see once, but not up to multiple viewings. The We Want Flair stuff is interesting. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Joey Hairs. If you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately, Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 